0: hello hello my friends Hi. i missed you i know you're like bitch what do you mean but listen let me explain i miss this i miss sitting in the closet on the floor with the microphone laptop open drink in hand ready to spill the tea ready for me to word vomit you all the things that go on in my mind into your ears okay i miss this and i miss you and thank you for tuning in and subscribing and keeping up and reaching out and rating i love you i hope that doesn't sound fake it's true i really do love you and this truly brings me joy and i'm back just for a little bit guys just just for a little bit okay i'm here with a Christmas special a little pop in if you will just to kind of give you a little update give you some stories tell you about some tea that I've gone through been through went through at work oh you're you're really gonna get a kick out of this one but I'm here just for a little bit just to pop in and give you guys some dose of me while we wrap up the end of this year. Now, I wanted to open up season two with brand new episodes back to back, pretty consistent. The only reason why I took a break from you know recording episodes these past few weeks for for a few reasons. One of them being I was coming to the end of my semester, which meant that finals were coming up, which I don't want to get into, but because it's kind of a long story. But finals were really stressing me out. I mean wow guys I was only taking three classes but out of the three classes I was taking I was taking statistics and accounting now for some those seem like pretty normal business classes sure but for me it might as well have been fucking Chinese and Egyptian hieroglyphics for blind people like it was hard for me okay and throughout the entire semester i did my best to keep up study do my work you know be consistent with it but the truth is come finals it all came crashing down so crashing down in the sense that yes i was stressed out but i passed i ended up passing the semester with two b's and one c am i incredibly proud for the c no but at the end of the day, C's got degrees, I pass, I no longer have to think about it or have to go back there ever again. And that's the bottom line. And that's what I'm going to just accept. So your girl passed the semester at the end of the day, that's all that matters. And so we're here. So aside from coming through, you know, the finals end of the semester, work has been pretty hectic, just been, you know, trying to work hard, catch up with some Christmas shopping, spending time with the family. I didn't want to, you know, keep, saying, oh, new episodes every Monday and then go off, you know, not post anything for three weeks. So with that being said is why I took this time off. But if you listen to my season one finale part two, you would know that I started dabbling into YouTube and I started recording episodes of just Christmas content, vlogmas, and it's been a lot of fun. YouTube is something I've always wanted to do and I've had my ups and downs with The platform as far as creating content and overthinking things and not posting and feeling like I needed to be different. And I don't know, I'll probably get into that on a separate episode. But this time I decided to go back into it with an open mind and just to do it for pure fun. I don't have many views, I actually get more listener views, um, engagement on my podcast than I do on my YouTube. But that's okay, that's okay because this is like my primary focus. YouTube was just something that I've always said I wanted to do and I just finally went and done it. So as of right now, you'll find five episodes on my YouTube channel. And if you're curious to know what it is, it's Nicole Acev. That's just my name for almost every platform I'm on. Uh, that's just kind of like my at name, my username, my screen name, whatever, my domain name. It's it's how you would find me. So YouTube, Nico Acev. You'll find six videos of vlogmas content if you want to binge on some Christmas fun that I've been doing these past few weeks. Um, other than that, I'm recording my last week on YouTube, and from there, I may post a travel vlog coming into the new year because if you haven't forgotten but your girl is going to France yes honey I'm going to France I am so excited so again if you haven't really kept up with the episodes if you skipped around through it which is totally fine let me recap you I got accepted to a program through my school that allows me to go to France for 10 days. It's called business boot camp, which pretty much just means I'm going to go to France, three different cities, learning the business, how business is done overseas. So I'm going to Paris, Bordeaux, and Po. And honey, when I looked at that itinerary, I was like, okay, am I going on a school trip or on vacation because i need to bring five suitcases like i need outfits for every single thing we're doing i am literally i mean granted i'm going to like the chambers of commerce i'm going to different banks i'm going to different businesses but in paris i'm going like on a boat cruise you know to see the lights okay what the fuck's up i'm going Obviously, they gave us a lot of free time to go shopping and stuff, which is obviously something I'm totally looking forward to. But after Paris, we're going straight to Poe, where we would be going to like three different social events, which I'm like, should I print out business cards? And also going to a horse racing event, which my professor did tell us that we were more than welcome to gamble at. I been to casinos. I gamble. Sure. I don't know how to play any tables per se, but... To gamble at a horse racing event like what am I in the Kentucky Derby right now like geez I feel so fancy I'm probably gonna bet like 20 euro because I really don't like gambling I don't like the idea of losing my money it actually pisses me off like I'm the kind of person it's it's ironic because like I will blow money but I will freak the fuck out if I'm missing five dollars like freak the fuck out so you can imagine that if I even lose as much as 20 bucks at a poker table or at a blackjack table or even a roulette table I'm like that's it I want to go home I get me out of here <laughs> so I really want to see how I'll do at this horse racing event but it's something I've never done so I'm like super looking forward to it and then in Bordeaux we're going to a winery guys, again, I'm like looking at this itinerary. And I'm just like, is this for school? Or am I just going on holiday? Like, which one is it? But you know, your girl got you because I will be vlogging while I'm out there. I'm not going to be I'm not an obnoxious YouTuber. You know, I'm not going to be like, with the camera being super loud and jolly. You know, I'm going to obviously be a little bit discreet with it. But I'll definitely document all the things I'm doing because Obviously, I want to be able to look back at it because everything I'm doing, I am just so excited for. I am vaccinated. Yes, it is required to get a booster to go into France. I technically don't require one because I got vaccinated back in November. But let me tell you, dodging COVID for these next two weeks have been a real squid game struggle. Like everyone around me is getting fucking sick. And I'm just like, I want to quarantine in my closet. Like, I don't want to get out of this closet until my flight. Dead serious. But it sucks because I have to go to work. I have to make my money. I want to stack up. Like, you know, this is the time where I really need to tune in that hustle. But guys, like, it's getting real out there. The weather's dropping. People are sniffling and coughing. And it may not be COVID. But at the end of the day, like, I cannot have any symptoms. Like, they will not let me on that plane. So pray for me, guys. Pray for me. But I'm definitely looking forward to it. I am so excited. So yeah, a lot of fun things to look forward to. Um, This past week, I actually went to North Carolina, Asheville with my mom and my boyfriend. There is a vlog that I just posted recently. So go check that out. But we went over to North Carolina, um, Asheville, which has the Biltmore Estate, which is this beautiful estate that used to belong to the Vanderbilt family. And it's a very cool place to visit. It has over 8000 acres. The estate looks like a freaking castle. Um, They even have their own village with tons of like little shops and wineries and restaurants and we've done it all. And downtown Asheville, let me just say, I the last the first time I went to Asheville was back in like 2013. And I remember it was like, there wasn't much. Granted, I didn't really know how to search to do things when it came to traveling. I kind of let my mom take the reins on that the first time we came, or we went. So this time around going again, I was like, I'm, you know, I'm picking the restaurants, I'm picking the bars, I'm picking the activities, like I kind of wanted to be in full control of that. And I love my family because they obviously let me have it and we just went to so many cool places and I didn't realize how like cool and artsy and foodie like downtown Asheville is. I was always under the impression that all Asheville had was the Biltmore Estate. I was wrong. There's definitely more to it. But yeah, it's a place I recommend anyone to go to. I'd go more in depth, but I won't. Because I want you to go watch my YouTube. Go on my channel right now. Go watch the video. I promise. I'm not boring. Okay. I'm not those YouTubers that are just like, put the camera in their face. Like, we just had lunch. Now we're on our way to here. Okay, now we just got done doing what I just said we were going to do three seconds ago. No. I do the montage. I do the voiceovers. It's, It's a vibe. Go watch it. It's aesthetically pleasing. Don't judge me for using that term. Trust me. You'll enjoy it. But downtown Asheville was awesome. And it was kind of like our little Christmas getaway, which is something I really appreciated because working in the industry, hospitality industry at that, it's very hard to have any time off during this time of year because restaurants are busy and to get time off is very hard to get approved for. So I just feel really blessed that I was able to take this time out to go travel with my boyfriend and my mom. We had an amazing time. Christmas is coming up in a few days so exciting um, I do work on Christmas Day but I am off on Christmas Eve so you know in true Spanish form Christmas is technically on Christmas Eve for us so it kind of feels like I have the day off anyway and I'm excited I bought everybody gifts I sent a big ass box to Dominican Republic full of presents my dad got it just in time so my siblings my dad my stepmom will all be able to open up gifts on Christmas which I'm so excited for them to open I can't wait to talk about all the things I got them with them obviously I sent my sister and my niece their Christmas gifts unfortunately they're getting theirs a few days late I did not properly plan that but I feel very proud on what I bought them I'm not gonna tell you what I got them because I know they listen to my podcast so you're just gonna have to wait but I'm excited for them to get that too and I definitely spoiled the shit out of my man And my mom and his mom. So again, super excited for all of them to open up their gifts. Christmas is so ironic because I always say that Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. But this year has proven me different. Like from the moment that I decided that I was going to wrap up season one on my podcast and start the Christmas content and do the Vlogmas thing... I just have been, I've gone so hard for Christmas when it comes to watching the movies, listening to the music, even just like my wardrobe, everything I want to wear is holiday themed, like everything even to to the point of my perfume i have good perfume okay like expensive perfume and i have chosen my gingerbread sugar cookie body splash from bath and body works over my expensive perfumes okay guys that is how committed i am to this motherfucking holiday but guys it is coming to an end which makes me a little sad but i'm finally getting to that point that point what the fuck did i just say i'm finally getting to that point where i'm sort of getting over it i'm kind of like okay, let me listen to some Ariana Grande. Let me put on my good perfume. Let me watch a series like I'm kind of over this. Um, But you know, we're only like days away anyway. So I'm just going to push it a little further. But other than that, I have to spill the tea guys, there's some shit went down at my job. And I think it's hilarious. And I just I got to tell you because I know you're here for the tea. So the other day, I'm at work minding my own fucking business I'm in the break room I'm on my phone I would have and I actually have been back there for quite some time sorry managers and all of a sudden now here like okay I'm gonna tell you this story and it was someone that I work with I don't even know her name and I'm not gonna describe too much on the situation please don't assume but you know I'm a great storyteller so let me explain So, I'm in the break room, and I get up, you know, to go do my job, and as I'm exiting the break room, this girl comes up to me. She clearly works back of the house, which means in service industry term, that just means she works in the kitchen. Like, she could either be doing prep, she could be doing desserts, she could be doing salads, marinades, whatever department position that would be in the kitchen is considered back of the house. Anyone that works on the floor, like management, hosting, bartending, serving, busing, that's considered front of the house. So I can tell she worked back of the house because of her uniform. Never seen her in my life. And to be fair, it might've felt that way because everyone at my job wears masks and back of the house and front of the house don't ever really communicate as often not as often as we would to like the chef or the managers or whatever so when I saw her and she approached me and never having seen her in my fucking life you can imagine how I can how confused I was when she looked at me and said uh Nicole that's your name right Nicole yeah come with me to the back let's have a talk (laughs) what (laughs) I'm like, um, okay. Like, what the fuck? So I follow her to the back, and this bitch steps outside. She steps outside. But I'm like, okay. Whatever. So we go to the back. She turns around, looks at me in the face, and she goes, I just want to know why you called my husband last night. (laughs) Um. (laughs) What? So... I look at her and I'm like, what? (laughs) And she's like, yeah, Nicole, right? That's your name? Yeah, I want to know why you called my husband last night. And I'm like, okay, I can guarantee I called no husbands last night. But who's your husband? Who's your man? So So she describes him. Now, the man she describes works in the kitchen and i know exactly who she's talking about because he does fry he fries food um and whatever so i go um no i did not call him and she goes well then why did your name pop up on his phone late last night and i'm like i don't know i don't even know who you're talking i don't even i don't even think i have that man's number so she goes well i asked him who Nicole was on his phone and he told me a girl that we work with and I don't need some home wrecker calling my man in the middle of the night because you need to know that I'm his wife and we have a daughter at home a nine-year-old daughter and I'm pregnant with his baby and when she does that I realize homegirl's like eight months pregnant and I'm still like in fucking shock now here's the thing I had a flash a flash memory okay a flash fucking memory we're gonna go back to september my friends september when i was planning my birthday remember that episode where i wanted to go to greece but then we were like no we're not gonna go to greece and then i was like okay well now i want to go to amsterdam paris and then fucking europe played me because they were like you can't come unless you're vaccinated and i wasn't vaccinated yet and so then we decided to go to jamaica And it's fine. So at work, when people were asking me, hey, where are you going for your birthday? And I said, Jamaica, homeboy overheard my conversation. And he approached me. And he said, hey, I'm actually from Jamaica. I'm going to be out there for like two months around the time that you'll be out there. This is my contact info. I'm a taxi driver out there. That's how I make my money when I go back home. Like, if you ever need transportation, let me know. He gives me his WhatsApp with the link to his website, which is extremely legitimate. His face is on there. His car is on there. The address of his whatever, da, 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 the whole nine. All of the information is right there, black and white. And even after taking in this information, I was like, okay, cool. We exchanged. Whoa, well, he gave me his information he told me to text him through whatsapp and from there was when it was how he sent me the link to his taxi service i took this information to my boyfriend i said hey look where we're staying isn't too far from where this man works his cab driver like his cab services obviously there's going to be a lot of excursions we're going to do the hotel i know provides shuttles but in case it gets too expensive i got this hookup just in case Arnaldo looked at that and was like, we're not calling nobody. We're going to use the transportation through the hotel, through the airport, because that is the safest. I don't know this person. You don't know this person. No offense to this person, but I think we need to play it safe. I totally respected his decision and I ended up deleting the man's number off of my WhatsApp. Now let's fast forward back, back outside to this fucking drama. So as she's saying this to me, I get that flash. So then I say to her and I say, "Okay, well, there was an incident back in September when he approached me with his taxi service that he had in Jamaica and he offered me this. And I and, you know, and even as I'm explaining myself to her, she's still giving me like this side eye, like as if she's still not convinced. And I think a part of me. I was looking at such a bigger picture because, you know, she's pregnant, she has a kid at home, her man is trifling, she's feeling hormonal, like whatever. So I don't know why I felt like I needed to defend myself or convince her because I was innocent. I was not calling no man. I don't even know her man's name. I deleted his number off of my phone. And even at that, there is another girl I work with who has the same name as me. She's gay. She is a full blown lesbian. But still, maybe she got the wrong girl mixed up. Maybe the situation wasn't what it seemed to be at that moment. And even still, I tried to sort of like, no, like it wasn't me. Like, that's crazy. I have a boyfriend. He's like, fucking crazy. If he were to find out I was even texting another guy, he'd go fucking ballistic on me. Like, I get upset at myself for even trying like even like replaying what I do did like trying to defend myself to her like I gave it way too much energy than I think the whole situation deserved and even after all of that all she said to me was well I better not find you pop up on this phone again because I can't promise you what's going to happen next time she throws her drink in the trash walks back into the restaurant and in that moment I think it really hit me because I've never, guys, I've never in my life, in my life, been accused of messing with another girl's man. Never. I will tell you this one, T. <laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> okay. So there was like this one time. <laughs> wait, hold on. No, 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 no. no. Let me stop. Oh, should I even? Fuck it. We're 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 committed. When I first started dating my boyfriend, he was with someone else, and he left that person for me. Okay, it's T. And after that decision had been made, me and him kind of kept it on the low. Um, and the other girl had a feeling. They were never really official. Um, they were kind of like this, like friends with benefits kind of situation type relationship. I don't fucking know, care, don't really fucking care. But you know, obviously, with my boyfriend, I told him straight up, like, I'm not the one. Like, that's not me. Like, you're either with me or you're not. You're either my man or you're not. And he was like, No, I'm your man. Guys, four years later, we're still together. But back in the day when we started, you know, well, who you know, the girl he was messing with was more of like a side chick. You know, whatever. And he cut things off with her. She kind of was getting the feeling that, you know, him and I were dating, but he just kept denying it. But she never approached me. And (laughs) I think like a week went by and she finally approached me. And I was like, yeah, and we fucked. (laughs) I mean, what the fuck? I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, we're together. And we hooked up like, what more do you want? Like, what do you, what more do you want? You know? And it's not to be a bitch. It's just, I'm not afraid to be confrontational. And it's not because I like drama. And it's not because I, you know, I am like a shady kind of person. It's just, I'm a very upfront kind of person, respectfully. You know, but aside from even that small incident, which I don't even think that girl that approached me deserved to even know, because at the end of the day, that is my business and he is not your man. However, in this situation, I had never been accused of messing with another person's man. So because it had taken because it had took me off guard so intense is why I kind of felt like. I was like over explaining myself and like but no but like that's crazy and I don't even know that man's name and do you want to look at my phone like I fucking I think in that moment when like when she walked away I think that's when it really started to hit me and it really started to piss me off because at the end of the day I don't know this man I don't speak to this person this happened in December okay like just like about a week like two weeks ago and the last conversation I barely even had with this man was back in september imagine that shit imagine talking to some random person in september and then randomly in december some bitch comes up to you talking about oh why you called my husband last night like i'm sorry what i'm sorry who like thinking about it now i should have either laughed at her face i should have been like you can miss me with that shit because i'm not the one like i feel like there's so many ways i could have definitely handled it And I think that's why it also pissed me off because at that point it just feels like you see now I don't like this because now it makes me feel like I have to be careful who I talk to And now I can't be myself around people that I work with because I don't know whose man is watching or whose girl's watching And it just got me so upset because at the end of the day. This is where I make my money And with all things don't fuck with my money Don't fuck with my money guys. You see my instagram You know I like to travel, you know I like nice things. I like to spoil my family, I like to spoil myself. Don't fuck with my money. And this bitch, even though she's not fucking with my money, she's fucking with me at a place where I make money. And I don't like that. So say what you will, but I ended up going to a manager. I don't care. This is my job, this is my place of work. This is unnecessary drama. I am 29, turning 30 next year guys, I'm grown. I'm over this. I'm done with this. This is no longer my lifestyle to be tangled up in some drama, especially at a place where I make good money. Fuck that. I went to a manager and I was like, tell that woman to stay the fuck away from me because I'm not having it. Like this is a situation. I give her the benefit of the doubt because you know, hormonal, she's pregnant. I'd feel a type of way too. If I was pregnant with my man's child, having a daughter back at home And I see some bitch calling him. At the end of the day, that's something that you need to approach your man about. Not me. But still. I ended up talking to like two kitchen managers. They like pulled me to the office. They wanted to know the whole story. I give them the rundown. They relay the message for her to like stay away from me. A week later. A manager of mine. Who I'm like fairly cool with. Comes up to me and he goes. So. Homeboy. I'm not going to say his name, but, you know, trifling husband, apparently quit. He quit because of the drama. And on top of that, baby mama wife found out that, of course, Nicole was an alias name for another female that apparently also worked in the kitchen that he was low key flirting, talking with, texting with over the phone motherfucker used my name as that bitch's alias whatever so when homegirl found out baby mama wife she felt guilty she went up to the manager and she was like listen so I found out that it wasn't even that girl I approached and I feel so bad should I say sorry and my manager was like I mean you she deserves an apology yes but she doesn't want you to speak to her and the the message got relayed to me, and it was one of those things where it's like obviously, obviously it wasn't me, like fucking obviously. But the fact that like she's like do like the fact that she had to question, do I owe her and should I apologize, bitch? Yes, but at this point I don't fucking care. Like, mama, it's about to be Christmas. Like you, sh- you got a lot on your plate. I don't even care. Just consider it like it never happened like brush it under the rug water under the bridge I don't fucking care but it did piss me off though and it pissed me off a lot and then me just being like temperamental sometimes I was like kind of like talking shit about it and even the manager was like Nicole like you don't have to talk about it like it's okay like it's over with and I'm like no but that's not okay (laughs) it's fine we're fine we're fine everyone's healthy we're good but yeah can you believe that shit that bitch called me a homewrecker I want to call her a fucking hoe, but I know I can't because she's pregnant. (laughs) I mean, I already. Let's move on. So, yeah, guys. Love that. But other than that, you know, it's been great. This holiday season has been definitely eventful. It's been fabulous. It's been exciting. I leave for Paris in like, I leave January 1st. And that's like, let's look at the calendar together oh my god that's literally in nine days I leave in nine days (laughs) I'm so excited oh my god I'm just so excited like shopping and packing for what I want to bring with me has been such a struggle because I know it's going to be freezing out there but it's like I want to be fashionable but like I want to be warm so like that's a real hard thing to achieve But nonetheless, I'm very, very excited. But that's the tea, my friends. Paris is coming up. Christmas is around the corner. I'm Santa Claus. The holiday content has been consistent on my YouTube channel. So go and check that out. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Nicole Asev. I'm going to finish my coquito that my mom made which is so fucking strong oh my god it's gonna put me right to bed but i'm gonna stay up and watch emily in paris season two because it's officially premiering and your girl is going to binge so i love you thank you so much for listening and i'll see you next year